0: You are now listening to the homily of Father McGowan, priest and member of the Discalced Carmelite Order. This service is provided by the Lexio Divina team, part of the LOV Verbum Dei Ministry, who invites you all to share this reflection and their love for the Word of God. The Gospel is the good news of salvation for mankind. That salvation is only through Jesus Christ. As Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life.
1: Greetings to all who are listening and especially to the La Verme Day uh, family group. The Gospel is from Luke chapter four, verses 21 to 30. Who would want to be a prophet? Look what happens to Jesus. He goes to his village. He says some nice things in the synagogue and we are told he won the approval of all. He should have stopped while he was winning. A couple of lines later in the gospel, we read, everyone in the synagogue was enraged. Not only were they enraged, but they were going to kill him. He's gone from hero to zero in a few lines. So what did he say to upset them so much? I must admit, I have read what he said, and it's not obvious to me. He tells them what actually happened during Elijah's time when a drought struck the land for three years. And again, he tells them what actually happened in the prophet Elisha's time when none of the lepers were cured, only a foreigner. I must admit, try as I might, I couldn't see why they would get that upset. So upset, That they wanted to throw him over a cliff. Jesus' life could have been so much easier if he had just said the nice bits, the bits that people wanted to hear. Why didn't he stop when he was winning? The answer is in the first reading from the prophet Jeremiah. Like Jeremiah, Jesus is also called to be a prophet. Jesus was compelled to speak the truth. God tells Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you came to birth, I consecrated you. Stand up and tell them all I command you. Jeremiah was not a willing prophet. He didn't want to be different. He didn't want to be upsetting people. He would have rather kept his mouth shut and made his life easier. But he couldn't. He was compelled to speak. Or rather it was God who spoke through him. Jesus loved his people. The last thing he wanted to do was to make enemies of them and yet he was compelled to say things they didn't want to hear. Not just anything, but what God inspired him to say. Jesus, like Jeremiah, was prepared to pay the consequences. But notice what the Lord said to Jeremiah. They will fight against you, but shall not overcome you for I am with you to deliver you. The truth is, we are all called to be prophets, like Jeremiah, like Jesus. God knew us before we were born, and on the day of our baptism, we were consecrated to be prophetic. Of all the people in the world that I most admire, it is the prophets. I do so admire, for example, those journalists who speak the truth, knowing that powerful forces can destroy them, yet they do it. Or politicians who stand up for the little people, the voiceless, the marginalized, knowing they are not going to win votes. I so admire the people who have to live under dictatorships but refuse to be silent in the face of injustice. They could be crushed at any moment, but it doesn't stop them. One of my heroes is an American nun who was murdered in Brazil because she tried to protect the rights of the indigenous people and to stop rich landowners cutting down trees. Do they know no fear Of course they do they are not superhuman but flesh and blood like you and me it is God who gives them the courage to speak the truth we are all called to be prophetic and just as God gave those journalists and human rights workers and nuns priests and bishops so he will give it to us as Christians We are not called to always be one of the crowd, or to have an easy life, or to quit when we are winning. As the psalmist said, my lips will tell of your justice, and day by day of your help. O God, you have taught me from my youth, and I proclaim your wonders still. May Almighty God bless you, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: The Lectio Divina team hopes that this homily has helped you to deeply welcome the Word of God and gave you the strength to put the Word into practice where you are. You can send us your prayer intentions by mailing them to to us using the following email address. Love, L-O-V, underscore, Verbum B-E-R-B-U-M-D-E-I, at Outlook.com. The Tuesday and Wednesday prayer groups, gathering respectively at 7 p.m. and 6 p.m. UK time, will pray particularly for these prayer intentions. If this homily has enlightened or touched you in any way, Please share it with your relatives, friends, community, and on your social media. Have a blessed week.